The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are that of the host and any present guests alone. In addition, the consumption of alcohol throughout the series was done in moderation in a private space by those 21 and older. Please drink responsibly. You are listening to Kampai, an alcohol-accompanied podcast on anime, manga, and other fandom discussions hosted by me, Abby Passion. Um, I am so excited to kick off this first episode and share my love for anime, manga, and all things nerdy with those who are interested in hearing me out. So um, let me pour my drink. Feel free to grab one yourself if you're of age to do so, and let's get started. Alright, so before I even get into the bulk of this episode, just wanted to share with folks what I am sipping on this evening, um, or... Well, actually, actually, it's like 1 a.m., so what I'm sipping on this morning, I guess, I am enjoying a nice glass, uh, well, not really glass, a nice solo cup of Carlo Rossi sweet red wine, uh, which is not sponsoring this podcast by any means. It's just one of my favorite brands, and it's super cheap, but tastes amazing, and so I just thought I would share that with everybody. Um... It's actually quite dangerous because it tastes so good. Um, But yeah, Carla Rossi, sweet red wine. Go grab some. A half gallon is like $7. (laughs) But anyway, uh, let's get into this origin story of sorts. So once again, my name is Abby. Uh, I use she, her, xia pronouns. And uh, xia is just a gender-neutral pronoun. pronoun in Tagalog, which is the one of the many languages of the Philippines, which is my cultural heritage, my background. I am a loud and proud Filipina-American based out of Portland, Oregon, here in the United States. For those who don't know, Oregon is sandwiched like right in between California and Washington on the West Coast. Uh, I just thought I'd put that in there because some people don't know where that's at. And honestly, I don't blame you. Um, but yeah, West Coast, best coast. Um, <laughs> I am 24 years old, recent college grad, blood type AB. My measurements are just kidding. <laughs> that's not important right now. Uh, but what is important to know is that I am a big fan of anime. I've been watching anime ever since I was a child. I think like the first first anime series I remember seeing when I was like, I don't know, seven, <laughs> was uh, Rurouni Kenshin. And I didn't really watch it, but it was on TV. It was on Toonami. Um, so it would be on and I would catch glimpses of it, you know, like before my parents made me go to bed because like, late night cartoons were bad or whatever. Um, But because of Kenshin, I found Yu Yu Hakusho, I found Sailor Moon, I found Dragon Ball, and 
honestly, down the rabbit hole I went and I've yet to find my way out of it and that's totally fine with me. Um, I don't like to call myself an otaku or a weeb. I feel like that's a label other people can put on me if they want to, but honestly, I just like to think of myself as someone who really loves anime, the storytelling, the art, the plot, uh, like like the actual plot, you know, um, most of the time. <laughs> and that is why this podcast really came about. I really wanted a space for me to share this love that I have for the, for the genre uh, with others to critique and have conversations and share insight and ramble or rant because honestly the one thing that really does suck about being the big nerd that I am is that sometimes I don't really have other people to talk with about it uh, so I end up just geeking out by myself or you know on forums online in Facebook groups or the comment section of YouTube videos but I started thinking that maybe I wanted to do something more than just typing out thoughts and theories and posting them up in a virtual space that no one may ever come across or interact with and essentially that's where that's where the initial interest in wanting to create some sort of content kind of came about and I'm going to drink a little bit. Nice. All right. <laughs> Let's keep going. Um, so what is kampai, right? Like, what is that? Um, the word kampai is actually a phrase uh, widely used throughout the Philippines in a lot of social settings, you know, like like going out to bars and stuff. Uh, essentially, it means cheers. Um, it's derived from the Japanese word kanpai, uh, which also means cheers. And I picked this as the headline title for this podcast to both pay homage to my Filipino background, uh, but also connect back to my love for anime and alcohol. <laughs> um, actually, this idea for, or the idea for this podcast had been something I was marinating on for the last couple of years. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been a long time coming. Um, I was in my senior year of college and honestly losing a lot of motivation. I spent so much time, um, you know, time that I wasn't spent studying, of course, like the good student that I was. Um, I, I spent so much of my free time on YouTube watching, like, those anime explainer videos, uh, like, oh, theories and will there be a season two or top 10 anime betrayal videos I was definitely one of those people um or 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 if anybody's familiar with get in the robot uh from channel frederator uh I loved watching their content and you know I thought I thought this is something I could do too like I I have a lot of 
thoughts and opinions. Uh, and, and I tend to be someone who watches anime maybe a little bit more critically than, um, I don't want to say than others, but like I, I have more of a critical mindset when I'm consuming media. That's just the kind of person that I am. And so I uh, haven't really seen a lot of folks engage in a critical discourse around anime um, and manga um, before and I thought like you know this is something that I can contribute to the world of content that is constantly surrounding us um, online and offline and and you know I thought it could be something to help pass the time like I could make vlogs or something and put them on YouTube it could be like a new hobby or something um, but of course school is hectic and I was still trying to graduate and get my degree, get my life together. Um, I just didn't really have time uh, to put into creating a YouTube channel and to create content and all that jazz. Uh, but now, fast forward a couple of years, it's 2020. COVID is still alive and well. Quarantine sucks. But at least I have some more free time on my hands. And that craving for wanting to do something creative uh, started creeping up on me again. Uh, I feel like just inherently I'm, I, I have a very creative spirit and I love to create. I love to discuss and put things together. And, you know, a bunch of podcasts have been popping up out of quarantine already so I figured you know what fuck it like <laughs> uh, I might as well just hop on the podcast train to the uh, the the Mugen train of podcasts of sorts uh, Mugen train get it no okay that's fine um <laughs> I'm I'll drink to that Oh yes, another thing, I am not really funny, <laughs> uh, at least not in the way, not in the way that someone, you know, would, would listen to me and be like, oh yeah, like, she's funny, like, she's, a, she's funny, she's witty, she's, she's the comedic side character, I, I like it, <laughs> um, no, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> and I apologize in advance, um, to be completely honest, I, I'm solely relying on my alcohol tolerance to carry me throughout this series. So, uh, so you know, hey, you know, but hey, hopefully that appeals to someone out there. I mean, there's a reason why I decided to incorporate alcoholic beverage consumption into the basis of this series. <laughs> and if that's what will make you come back, then by all means... Kampai. Okay, I'm gonna need to refill my my solo cup here. Um, but while I'm doing that, so what what can you expect from this podcast? Well, I hope to do a little bit of um, I hope to do a little bit of reviewing. Uh, you know, maybe providing my insights and 
thoughts on different series or character developments, um, things that I think are going well or not well, just general commentary on um, the industry or any big news that seems to be coming out of the anime community. Um, interviews and sit-downs. I would love to have some guests on the show in the future so I can have a conversation with someone else uh, besides me just talking at listeners all the time. It would be really cool, I think, if I could bring in, you know, folks from the industry, like maybe voice actors, ADR, directors, script writers, but we'll see where that takes me. <laughs> and uh, while, while I may talk about anime and manga most of the time, uh, since that's sort of like the main focus of this podcast, um, I am a holistic nerd, as I like to think about it. I belong to many fandoms, uh, I have many different interests, and so, you know, you could also expect me to do a few episodes or maybe have a few conversations here and there about other topics um, that are also, you know, of interest to me, like K-pop, video games, um, Disney, <laughs> to just to name a few. Um, and, and that's the other thing, too, is when I was first coming up with this podcast, I had a hard time thinking of what exactly I wanted to talk about, like what exactly I wanted to cover. Because anime, fandom, geek, culture, that's just one part of like who I am, like one part of my my life, one of my many, many interests. Um, there's a t there's tons of other things that are you know important and and meaningful to me like education social justice many different social political humanitarian efforts that are are close to my heart and i want to talk about those things too but i figured that in my professional life you know like in my professional line of work outside of this podcast um I I spend so much time already with these topics, um, like my, my work is in education, um, and honestly, it can be draining, it, it, it can be exhausting, and since this podcast was an idea that really came out of my need for creative expression, I didn't want it to be something that would drain me out even further. I, I, wanted, I wanted it to be something that would bring me joy, like an act of self-care uh, for myself when I am feeling burnt out. And something that I do engage in when I am feeling burnt out is indulging in some good old anime. It can even be the trashiest of anime, you know? And as long as I find it even somewhat appealing, I will give it attention. Kind of like, you know, stray cats. But yeah, and then this podcast was, was born. And so here we are. You are listening to me. I am sitting here drinking my Carlo Rossi sweet red wine. And we are truly living it up here in 2020, quarantine style. <music> So 
I think you all have gotten to know me pretty well so far. Um, and this is an anime focused podcast, and so let's talk about some anime, right? <laughs> uh, now, this is still an introductory episode, so what kind of host would I be if I didn't even, at the very least, share with you all what my personal top 10 anime list is? So, I'm gonna do that right now after I refill my cup. Hold on a second. <laughs> Alrighty, so my top 10 anime list. Uh, and this honestly could be its own episode if I really wanted it to. Um, but, but this, you know, it's still part of who I am. And this is an introductory episode. I want y'all to, to get to know me as your podcast host. And I feel like you can get to know a lot about a person based on the type of anime that they watch. And trust me, y'all, I put a lot of effort into organizing my list. That's just the I, that that's just the kind of person that I am. You know, like those people who like to color code their Google Docs folders. That's me. And so, yeah, I know a bit a bit wild, but <laughs> um. I actually created my own rubric for scoring and ranking anime <laughs> and based on that rubric is how I've organized my top 10 and uh, and you know it changes like from time to time depending on what is what's new like what I'm watching right now um, but cur currently this is what my current top 10 is as of August 2020. So, starting with number 10, we have Slam Dunk. It is a classic sports anime. If you're a big, you know, uh, fan of sports anime, then I feel like this show has to be... E either you've seen it already or you need to. Um, it's a classic. I remember watching clips of this show in the Philippines when I was a kid, and it was dubbed in Tagalog. And uh, that that was fun. Um, it, it's a basketball anime from the 90s. And I just feel like it paved the way for a lot of sports anime as we know it today. Um, you know, the genius Hanamichi Sakuragi is an icon as far as shonen protagonists go. Um, it, it's funny. It has layers of drama. You know, it's not just it's not just about the the tournament. It's not just about the basketball. Um, it's about relationships. It's about personal growth. It's an OG and uh, the underdog storyline is one that anyone I think would love and I, I really do wish that they finished the anime uh, but the manga, you know, the manga is complete and it, it gives me a lot of nostalgia thinking about it and so yes, number 10, Slam Dunk. Number nine, we have Naruto, and this is also a classic. Uh, this was definitely a series that defined a generation, at least my generation, um, and I mean, like, shit, now they have Boruto next generations, like, I, I'm not sure how long they want to keep milking this out for, but um, it, it, it's had impact. I remember reading the um, Naruto series in Shonen Jump, like in elementary school, and then watching the watching the first episode air on Toonami. 
back when I was in like third grade maybe and but then I also remember watching the final episode of Shippuden on Crunchyroll my senior year of college so yeah Naruto and I we have come a long way <laughs> and when you follow a series for so long you watch these characters grow evolve struggle through hardship and you know you watch the storyline weave and intersect in, in in the ways that it does and you just can't help but have a special place in your heart for it uh, naruto is like the mickey mouse of the anime universe at least for me <laughs> like you know you think of disney you think of mickey mouse i think of anime i think naruto and so i i just think it has uh i, I oh i also think it has some of the best action um animation out there and so just another reason why it's in my top 10 Number eight, we have Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, I only started watching this during quarantine, uh, and I'm about to start reading the manga because I just can't wait for part six to come out. But overall, I just love the Jojo universe. It is definitely bizarre, uh, but in all the right ways. And it's so funny because I only really knew about Jojo's because of all the memes I had seen throughout social media about it. it it looked so ridiculous so out there I didn't think it was gonna be a show that I would like honestly uh, I totally went into it with the bar set low it, it was like 3 a.m and I was just awake for some reason and I I saw it was on Netflix and I was like shit okay let's do it <laughs> and um yeah and the rest is history. <laughs> Just a few points why I have it as number eight on my list is storyline and world building. I just think it's incredibly unique for a show that still has a lot of basic, you know, elements of, of a action shonen series. Um, I also just really love the characters. There are so many characters uh, throughout this series throughout this universe and it also sucks because as I had come to learn the hard way really no characters are safe from death's door in this series and I had to try really hard not to get too attached to anyone even the most insignificant of side characters like or or you would think you would think are insignificant um would just get me every time and uh lastly lastly character design character design the the art the colors wow um it's like it's like a big acid trip but but the best acid trip that you could have um with crop tops and i'll leave it at that at number seven i have nana Oh, Nana, I have such such a special place in in my heart for this series. I think it was the first dramatic type of anime that I had watched. It was so different from the other anime I had seen up until then, which was mostly shonen and some fun slice of life series like uh, Azumanga Daio and School Rumble. I didn't really appreciate Nana as much when I first watched it, though because 
I first watched it in like the seventh grade. <laughs> and um, when I rewatched the series again in high school, I just fell in love with the storyline, the characters, the music, the original music in this series. I really liked how closely it mimicked our reality and the reflection of the struggles of young women and men who are trying to navigate adulthood, basically. Like, honestly, that, that's really what it is. And it taught me a lot as a 17, 18-year-old who was about to embark into this adulthood uh, journey of college and, and, you know, moving out and trying to find my why and my place in the world. And so, yeah, Nana, an OG for sure. Number six is Orange. Uh, according to the rubric that I created, the score that I gave this series according to my rubric, <laughs> actually tied with Nana, but I decided to rank Orange one spot higher at number six uh, just because of the impact that it had on me um, at the time that I watched it. So this show is fairly new within the last like five, six years. And this show has one of the most real representations of mental health that I have seen in anime. And I was also watching this during a time where I myself was going through a lot. So watching the story unfold and the decisions the characters were making and the perspective on life that they had, it was really meaningful to me. Also, the soundtrack is beautiful and I think has one of my favorite opening, like opening songs for an anime. And yeah, it just means a lot. And so, orange. Beautiful, emotional, go watch it, but definitely have some tissues nearby because you're going to need it. Number five, we're in the top five, we're in the home stretch. Um, we have Psychopaths. Now, I'm not saying that I have a type when it comes to anime, but I have a type. <laughs> and that type is psychological thriller drama set in a dystopian alternate world with sophisticated and slightly arrogant male protagonists who are carrying too much baggage. And that is exactly what puts this series at number five on my list. <laughs> Um, that and the animation of this series is just top tier. I mean, production IG. Like, this is the same studio behind Evangelion, Ghost in the Shell, Fully Cooly, even freaking Haikyuu. Uh, you know, I only started watching Haikyuu during quarantine, so it's very new to me. But when I found out that uh, production IG was the studio behind it, I was like, oh, yes, of course, of course. Um... So you know that those action scenes are going to be great. And this show had me reflecting a lot on society, uh, what we perceive to be good and bad and, and why. Um, and if you like those kinds of shows, the kinds that have you looking back on your world and reassessing the way you think and what you value, um, then, then this is a show for you. Also, really dope openings. Like, some of my favorite anime openings are from this series. So yeah, that too. 
Number four, we have Cowboy Bebop. And oh man, <laughs> I don't even know where to start with this one. Bebop, I feel, has this really big reputation within the anime community. Uh, it's the OG, it's the classic, right? Like it's the series that any seasoned anime fan should have on their watch list by now. Um, and honestly, I know that the series tends to be overhyped, but for very good reason. It's nothing super action-packed in the way that Naruto or One Piece is, um, and it's not it's not even really an underdog type of story either. It's it's very much story driven. Um, beautiful world building and storytelling. Uh, I mean, like, who would have thought? Who would have thought that spaceships, intelligent corgis, and bounty hunting would pair so well together? Um, and it's just it's in its own league, I would say. Uh, and, and I would absolutely recommend the series to folks who, who haven't yet had the chance to watch this masterpiece, honestly. Like, some people might might feel that it is slow-paced, but I, I kind of like that about it. Um, there is there is action, um, you know, there there is some drama, but it's the focus on human emotion and relationships that I found most intriguing about this series. Number three, we have Clanid. And actually, I'm not even sure if I'm saying it correctly. I have heard people say it like Clanad, Clanid, Clanad. I have no idea, but Clanid is what I'm gonna call it. I won't spend so much time on this. All I want to say is many, many tears were shed. Uh, another series that really made me stop and think about my life and what my, what my purpose is in this world with the limited time that I have to spend here. Um, wonderful cast of characters. A beautiful soundtrack, like uh, some of the best like OSTs that, that I have heard, uh, and, and even more beautiful art. And so Clanid, it's on my top three for a reason. Watch it if you want to have your heart ripped out of your chest and then put back together again, but not quite in the right same place. Alright, sorry, just needed to take another gulp of this wine and this bottle is like like halfway through um but we made it we made it to our top two and uh i'm actually gonna do my number one and two picks together because they actually both tied again according to my rubric um and and they're both actually very similar series anyway um so yeah at number two, we have, drumroll, Death Note. <laughs> and at number one, oh, actually, wait, maybe I should have drumrolled for number one instead. Oh, okay, well, I'll just drumroll again, but the effect won't be the same. But at number one, my all-time favorite anime is Code Geass. I watched both of these series, Death Note and Kogias, around the same time. Um, but I think I was like 
12 or 13. <laughs> I was in middle school. I remember that for sure. But I think both of these series, though, attributed so much to my skills of self-awareness and critical thinking. Like, like on, like honestly, like, I shit you not. <laughs> um, for series like these, I would say it does take a level of analysis um or or like a level of skill to be able to read between the lines um you know to to really understand like what these characters are thinking like what they're thinking versus what they are showing to the audience um and, and what makes these shows so good um for those who are kind of unfamiliar with both of these series the drive for both protagonists are quite similar um you know, for both Light in Death Note and Lelouch in Code Geass, there's this wanting to to play God or, or to defeat God and reimagine a whole new kind of world order structure. Uh, they're both very intellectual, um, strategical protagonists who have some sort of secret to hide. Um, and they are willing to exploit whoever, however, um, to reach this divine dream of theirs. Um, it, it's got the psychological factor, it's got the drama, it's got the storytelling and characters, um, some action. Um, I mean, de definitely Kogias has a lot of action. Um, and everything is also still so balanced, I feel. And so I... I just feel like both of these, both of these series, Death Note and Code Geass, they are essential for any anime fan or even those who are new to the anime world to pick up. So yeah, um, would definitely, would definitely recommend. So there we have it, uh, my top 10 anime list of all time. And of course, this is just my personal, you know, my personal list, my personal views based on what I find interesting and appealing. But of course, I would highly recommend any and every one of these series to folks who are wanting to add some new shows to their quarantine watch list, which, uh, oh, which is actually the topic of next episode. Um, I will dive more into kind of what I've been watching during quarantine, uh, what's good this, this season uh, for summer 2020 anime. But yeah, I am, I'm really grateful um, for y'all tuning in, uh, especially for this first episode. Wherever you may be in the world, whether you are driving home from work or chilling in bed your support is so appreciated and um, I, I do hope that you all will continue to stick around uh, I know that there is a lot happening right now a lot of things that we don't have any control over but what we do have some control over is how we choose to respond to the situations unfolding around us and as we continue to face difficult days, I can only hope that we choose to find comfort in the littlest of joys in our lives. You know, whether that is a good meal or a few extra hours of sleep each night or 
a new anime to binge. I, I hope that you are all able to find some joy in the days to come. So thanks again for tuning in. I hope you all stay well, stay healthy, and I'll see you later, Space Cowboy. Thank you.